Welcome to the podcast. Before we get started on today's podcast, let me tell you how to get in touch with us. You can follow us on Instagram at FirstComesLoveTCM. You can call the voicemail at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. Or you can email us at Let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. Hey y'all, welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And my name is Aaron Jackson. And on this 22nd episode of season two, our last episode, we're talking about attraction, marriage, and our anniversary. So listen up. Let's go. Welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And my name is Aaron Jackson. And I am so happy and excited that we are here today on our 22nd episode of season two and also our one year anniversary of the podcast is coming up. And so let's get into it, right? Yeah. Okay. So August 22nd is a special day for us. It is our wedding anniversary. Yes. It's coming up. And this year, we are entering into year seven. Yes. Seven Seven years married. married. How many years dating? (laughs) What, 19? Yeah, 19 years dating. Yeah. So, dating. long time. Yeah, forever, forever love. And that's why we do 22 episodes, by the way. 22nd, 22, it's a good number. So, first things first, have you heard of the seven-year itch? I have heard of, I've heard of the seven year itch in dating and I heard of it in uh marriage. I haven't heard of it in dating. That don't oh, make no sense. Well, <laughs> if see? you got an itch in dating, then where is it going? Yeah, you break up. <laughs> That's what happens. Because especially after seven years, it's like y'all not together anyway, y'all not married anyway. Oh so. no, 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 no. Not necessarily. But the seven year itch in marriage, we're talking about attraction. What do you think about the seven-year itch? I think it's in the Bible when people do numbers. They say that seven year seven is the year of completion. Mm-hmm. So after seven years, it's kind of like you know somebody, right? Yeah. Um, I think New Yorkers have a saying like, "What? How many years do you have to be in New York to be a New Yorker?" Oh, that's no, no, not to be a New York. Oh, I thought you were talking about common law marriage. Oh no, common law is seven years, but like yeah, New Yorkers seven. are like, you yeah. have to be here a certain amount of At years, least seven to be, years, yeah, to be a New Yorker. Yeah, true, so, true. I feel like this is the point where you're like, man, can I do this? Mm. Or should I get out? It's like the part of the Matrix where it's like the red or blue pill. Wow. And, you know, in the, well, if you haven't seen the Matrix, this guy, he was like, now that I know the truth, I want to go back to... Not knowing? Yeah, I'd rather go back to not knowing. Yeah. So it's kind of like what, what, what I'm made of. Can I do this? Is there things that I I need to correct? Or is there parts of the relationship that are going to bug me 
to destruction of the relationship. Mm. So I feel like the seven-year itch for me would be like evaluation over the seven years because over these seven years, we have gone through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Evaluate that, see where it's going, and try to improve. Okay. It's almost like a seven-year evaluation to me. Well, you know what? One thing that we do that I love that we do is we do like a review, a recap of the year. Mm-hmm. We literally, on our anniversary, we go eat at a nice restaurant and we talk about how we think the year went, right? How we think each other listened, our strengths, our weaknesses, happy times, sad times. It's like a year in review. And it's not... I wouldn't call it an evaluation because it's not like it's not a judgment. It's just like it's just a growth assessment. Like, how can we be better for next year? How can we do different things if we want to or keep the good things, that sort of thing? And I like that part of it because you were just talking about a whole seven year evaluation, which is a lot. But we like hone in on just this past year because I feel like for me, each year I'm a little different especially these last couple years. Each year, I'm doing something different at work, which means I'm bringing something different at home, which means I'm giving you something different. You know, different people enter into my life, different people exit my life. And so that all encompasses what's going on in our marriage. And so seven years of that, yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, and I think that's where, I guess, the itch comes in because, you know, people are like, I want something different, or they might see mm. somebody different. Yeah. Or, you know, just like when we started, <laughs> when we started this marriage, we are totally, I want to say totally different people, but we're <laughs> different. Yeah. So we were 27. I'm, I'm 34 now. And like the things that I liked back at 27, the things that I did at 27 is different from the things that I do now. And that happens in marriage. So. The things that you might have liked in 27 might be different from what you like now. And you might find somebody else who has that one thing that you like that I'm not that I'm not giving you. You know what you just reminded me of? Um, Tyler Perry's movie. The 80-20 rule? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So this 80-20 rule is that it's kind of like don't get rid of one person who's giving you 80% because you see 20% somewhere else Mm -hmm. and you see that like oh well they're doing this you know it's like recognize what you have and it's crazy because when you said it it's like it's so true one person i'm not gonna you know you say always don't do absolutes but to me one person is not gonna have it all they're not gonna have it all they're just they're just not they're going to have you have it all (laughs) what are you trying to say (laughs) i'm not saying anything (laughs) They're just, they're not going to have it all, but they're going to have most of it. And so recognizing that, being grateful for that, strengthening that, and seeing if you can work with the lack of the 20% to me. And so after seven years, maybe that 20% grew to 40%. You know, maybe it's like time to go back and say like, you know what, you used to do this. I liked it when you do this. I don't like it when you do this. And it's just real Like to me, it goes back to communication. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all about communication because if you're doing a sneaky link, you're not communicating. So they got that phrase again, y'all. Yeah. So if you're doing a sneaky link, you're not communicating with your partner because obviously you have some time 
this is what Lindsay has always said to me. She was like, if you have time to do this, you have time to be with me. So, uh, and she, she is very, you know, uh, what's it called? When you want to be around me all the time. I don't, I don't know what it's called, but that's what she is. She wants to be around I'm me loving. All, all, all the free time. Sometimes I call her Elmira, but that's what it is. It's like, if I can make this free time to, to go step out on you, I could be using that time to be doing the thing that you originally like me to do. That's the thing. And, you have no free time. No, it no. would be it would amaze me. That's why some people are like, you know, with cheating or like, are you concerned? It would if 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 Aaron ever had time to cheat, I'm not doing my job right <laughs> cuz he don't got no time. <laughs> but anyways, back to it. 7 year itch. We'll let you know how it goes. What do you mean? No, there won't be an itch. <laughs> And the itch will be scratched by each other. I don't know what she's talking about. We'll let you know how I it mean, goes. I mean, like, because no. we're entering into this year. We are entering into So seven. we'll keep keep tuning in. We will let you know how this year goes. You can be in the review process with us, y'all. That's what I mean. Cool. Welcome to the last Am I Wrong of the season, season two. This is the part of the show where I, I give you a situation and you let me know. If I'm wrong or if Lindsay is wrong. So we've gone through so many things. Uh, most of my am I wrongs are like gender roles, right? Uh, is she driving or am I driving? Is uh, the last, the phone charger, I think I won the phone charger one. It's like certain things. This has been his season, so I'm okay with that, you guys. So this, we're, we're about to transition back to... Uh, to new york this is probably our last podcast in california yeah and so this am i wrong has to do with travel Lindsay is the packer of the of the house she packs originally originally she packed my clothes she packed her clothes now we have kids she's packing action clothes she's packing shine's clothes and i just realized that she has kind of her her packing skills have gone less when it comes to my stuff now with my stuff it's kind of like here you go like she used to roll up every shirt and everything she was like boop 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 like and i was like can i do you want me to get a vacuum bag i don't need no vacuum bags and i was trying to help so don't like i don't want you guys to be like oh you're not being helpful blah 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 and I know she has the two other boys, but they they don't need to wear clothes. They babies. So, am I wrong for just noticing? I didn't mention it until just now that Lindsay's packing skills have been on the decline. Go. Are you wrong for noticing? Yes, you are. I'm a, look, y'all. I'm gonna say this. He is absolutely right. I pack for the whole family. I, there are certain things that I love to do, and I love to make breakfast in the morning, and I love to pack for my family. Because one thing is, I usually pack our matching outfits, our, you know, that sort of thing. So I do like to do it. Now, the only reason why Aaron gets the short end of the stick is because he generally packs an hour before we gotta go or he gives me his clothes a very last minute. So that's number one. I can only do but so much because there's no more room in the suitcase. 
but I still take time to make sure he got all his underwear and his socks and everything is there that he needs. That's all I'm going to say. So I'm still doing my J-O-B. No, <laughs> I, I would like to interject. The last trip we took, uh, no, two trips before that. Okay, I was going to say. I had to, oh, my New York trip. I, I went to New York. I had to re-up on my underwear. I had to go wash my underwear. I thought you were going to wash clothes. Oh, yeah. So she's up there talking about, I make sure he got all the socks, all look, the drawers. Look, No. You're no, right. she didn't. Here, and here I was is. shocked. I said, what? I need to wash clothes? I just want to let y'all know, there is a transition period that I allow myself. I am kind and gentle, okay, with this transition of one kid to two. And therefore, I'm going to give myself some time, some growing time as well as you all should self-care self-love okay, okay. So, so dm you, us first comes love tcm you can always call the voicemail at 347 true love that's 347-878-5683 or you can email us let's talk at first comes love then comes marriage.com welcome back <laughs> Talking about attraction, because the seven-year itch has to do with a wandering eye. What do you feel about if, say, you kind of lose a little bit of attraction or something changes in your relationship, right? How does that affect the relationship? So this is this is a subject I brought up uh, a couple of weeks ago. Me and Lindsay was talking, uh, or Lindsay and I were talking, and... Uh, I noticed that my beard was like unruly. I just looked, I looked very rugged, unkept. I looked unkept. I looked like I didn't have a wife or a girlfriend or I didn't, I looked like I didn't care. To be fair, we have a newborn. So, okay. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. So, I looked like I didn't care and I was, like I said, something slick about having sex with Lindsay or something. Uh, I made a pass at her. Uh, it didn't. It didn't connect. Just, just in case. To, in, just in case you were wondering, didn't connect. <laughs> and I was thinking. I looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, Who am I to try to have sex with this beautiful woman just because we got married? And I'm. I don't look like. Like I don't even think. Like I wouldn't have sex with myself basically. So. That that was the subject of attraction. And I'm not saying that she said no because she wasn't attracted to me. I was just saying that I was not looking my best. And also, I don't have to look my best, but I should look like I am trying. You care. Care. Like, yeah. It looked like I was dirty. And I wasn't. But, I t- but so attraction, and this is the, this was what came up. I was mm-hmm. like marriage marriage does not equal attraction or attraction does not equal marriage Mm -hmm. and attractions may fade and how would it affect my marriage so in the beginning there was attraction to Lindsay, and there still is attraction to Lindsay. but there's so much more now i feel like attraction is just one root of a tree and the tree has many roots of the marriage and so one of the roots of our marriage is attraction, but if that if that root gets cut, it, it, I feel like there's still more roots that will help the tree grow. Mm-hmm. So it's not 
it's not as detrimental as I thought it would be. Yeah. Like when I was younger, I was like, oh, well, you know, if she, she 400 pounds and blah, 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 then, oh, yeah. But like she carried my children and she takes care of me and she cooks and her spirit is wonderful and all these things. So I'm attracted to that. So I'm emotionally attracted to you. But fit um, the physical attraction, I feel like it could come and go. It's almost like that music Soul Child uh, song. Uh, I love, love you when, when your, your hair, hair turns turn gray. gray. Yeah. yeah, and but well, man, yeah. what, what great was I in singing that song? <laughs> if you gain a little uh, yeah. weight, girl. So, yeah, <laughs> it's the love. Yeah, the love is still there. Mm-hmm. It's how much value I put on physical attraction. If I'm one of those shallow people, and I put, you know, if that physical attraction is eighty percent then it's going to be detrimental. But for me, I'm not one of those people who who needs you to be a certain way because you're my type. So I feel like it is important, but it's not as important as I thought it was What at year one. Like, right. oh, I'm trying to be fit. I'm trying to be all this stuff. But I still feel like I need to continuously try mm-hmm. or attempt to because – because that's what we got into. It's like it's like a bait and switch. I'm not about to switch on you. Yeah. So how you feel? So again, the conversation came about because people grow and people change. Period. If you think that the same person you marry in your 20s is going to be the same person you are in your 40s, that's not it. It just I mean it could be, but it just really isn't. And so you know, because life happens. And I was like, I wonder how that works, how you continue to stay connected, you continue to stay, uh, like you say, grounded, rooted in your marriage. And when I think about it, I'm like, it can't be the most important thing. It could be a factor, but it can't be the most important thing. So one thing I thought of was like men who lose their hair. Your family history, you're not going to lose your hair. So I don't even think about that. But I'm like, I know women whose boyfriend is losing their hair or receding hair. And it's like, maybe they were attracted to that look. And now they need to be attracted to this bald headed man. How do they deal with that? How How is that? Or like for me, the size that I was when I was 27 is not the size that I am now that I've had three kids. So it's like, how does how is my husband going to be with that, you know, and how are we entering into our seven years of marriage going to be? And I think that it can't be the most important. It can't be, it can't be the base of your love. Mm -hmm. And I think that that for me is what I'm realizing. And like you said, communication, if if it's something you can change, it's something you can change. Like if you like, you know what, baby, I'd like you to actually I'm saying it saying it to myself and I can't even say it to myself I, I was gonna say I'd like you to lose some weight and I'm you like you must be out, <laughs> outside your mind if you think I could come up to you and say I would like you to lose some weight but see I would hope I could say that to you because so but maybe not here's the other thing I always feel like there's a solution to every problem and so maybe the solution is me just giving you a 10 class card to boxing or rowing or whatever you want to whatever fitness or you could cook for like 
sorry to interject. No, you, it's good. Like, if you were gaining weight and I saw you gaining weight and it wasn't because of pregnancy or if you're, like, stressing out, like, I could I could start cooking your meals for you. Like, having a home-cooked meal, having healthy meals. Solutions. And that, and that helps. Yep. And, and then I'm like, oh, well, and I could give you time. I think we talked about this on our first season. I could give you time to go work out. Yes. Right? And the, stuff. Like, that, I could free you right. up. Right. You say, yep, you're going to wake up in the morning. I'll take the boys in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. stuff like that. So, that's what I mean. It's things that you can change. Okay. Things that you can't. It's out of your control. And your partner has just grown and changed and evolved. It's like, to me, I feel like if you're growing with them, your love should also grow and evolve with it. So, it really shouldn't matter that much. That's my hope. That's because... Like I said, we're older now. We just are. And some things physically have changed and they're going to continue to change. And the thing about marriage is it is forever. So even if you think you're going to look the same from 20 to 40 to 50, what about when you're 60? You can't. You just can't. You're not going to look from 20 to 60. It's just not going to happen. And so I would hope that as we grow together, you would be in love with the person that I am in that moment, right? Instead of that seven-year itch looking out and saying like someone at work that caught your eye that used to look like how, that looks like how I used to look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what I think about sometimes too. It's not that you're not necessarily attracted to me. It's that someone else is also looking like the attraction that you used to have, that sort of speak. So I'm like, hmm. <laughs> this reminds me the seven year itch also reminds me of the time traveler's wife mm. and uh, I think she went back in time and she slept with like the 18 year old version of him it's a movie it's yes a, with yeah. Keanu Reeves and some white chick and I was just thinking like I don't know if I go back and sleep with you if I go back in time I I like you now yeah and I would be like, uh, like, I'm like, this is, this is different. It's not the same. But yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> I mean, but you have, we've talked about this before, but you have highlights, right? Like your top three moments. Yep. Yep. You could you could recall. You yep. Know? I know you do. And it's like, okay, would you go back to the highlights? No. Okay. Interesting. Because, because if I go back to the highlight, it is not the same. Well, yeah. I would be. Oh, you'd be like, that man, that was like, a fantasy. Yeah, I yeah. got. Yeah, I got. Some, I got it in my head, and I'm just fine with that. I could see that. So, okay. seeing somebody who has when when it comes to attraction, seeing somebody who has that thing like type. When we talk about type, mm-hmm. um, if you if I like if I like a a woman to be, I don't know, short. Five two or something. If mm-hmm. I see a short girl, and I started working with her, and I'm like, man, Lindsay's Lindsay's kind of tall, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> then, then I need to be conscious of what my I I need to I need to be conscious of what I'm allowing myself to think, mm-hmm. basically, and because I feel like it's human nature. But I'll just talk for myself. I tend to remember the bad stuff. And I was talking to Lindsay about this uh, off off the podcast. And it was like, I t- it seems like the bad times outweigh the good times. 
And because I could remember the bad times and how it made me feel so much more than all the good times. And it's mostly good times. I've had throughout my life, I've had a good life. I had mostly good uh, good life. But the bad or the lows in my life, I remember them so much mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be conscious of that and take care of myself, take care of my mind where I don't want to whatever, like you said, nobody's perfect, whatever Lindsay's lacking, promote that in my mind and be like, well, you know, I really like a 5'2 girl, but Lindsay's five five and a half. you know what I'm saying? And be like, well, I wish she was shorter. And stuff. start doing the I wish game. Oh, I wish, uh, oh, I wish she had blue eyes. I wish, you know, she was 175 pounds instead of, whatever weight Lindsay is now. So I just feel like that I wish game. And then you see, is like you see somebody who has that thing that you were wishing that your person has, mm-hmm. but they only have that thing. Right. Like, they only have that yeah. one thing. Yeah. She could be completely nasty all over, uh-huh. but she's five two and you just, and, you're, you and just I'm focused focus on, on that. that. And, yeah. And, and that's what draws that. And that itch makes over that, and that she scratch, over. Right, yeah. exactly. So that's that's what I've I've been uh, doing for myself, just focusing in on the positive, uh, and promoting promoting the good qualities, the things that I love. I I ask Lindsay a lot, like, do you like me? Do you love me? <laughs> you do, uh, mind you. I say it a lot too. I say I love you a lot. And then I also give reasons why I love Lindsay. So sometimes I might tell her, like, man, I love you because you're so good with my kids or something like that. But I give reasons, too. And that helps me because I know why I love her. So just just going seven years and saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, with making it uh, almost automatic, like an automatic Mm. response without that... uh, reasoning yeah yeah i see what you mean like just saying it for just saying it for the sake of saying it i think it's better to come up with your mind reasons why like the year one was i gave you 365 reasons why i love you i still have that uh, in a jar yeah and those are those are things i could just remind myself of that promotes the the 80 percent per se instead of the 20 percent And one thing that you really, that resonated with me with what you said is that it's like a mind game. And so it's something that you also taught me when we were younger, because you had a friend that you always dogged when you talked to me. And it was just you venting to me, but all I heard was the negative of your friendship. Mm -hmm. And so I remember not liking this person just because, but you loved this person, but you were just venting. And that... I didn't even know it at the time, but I remember saying like, okay, I'm not going to do that. So even if Aaron was making me upset or we were in an argument or whatever, I would only talk about good things with people at work, my friends. I never would say anything. And I, to this day, I, I don't. I have, I mean, to my close friend, yes, we can talk like that. But I, I really don't share those bad qualities because, one, I don't want 
them thinking that of you, but I also just don't want to speak it out of my mouth and then have that to seep into my mind and think like, oh, you know, he isn't doing this for me and he isn't, you know, that sort of thing. And then that can trigger, you know, like I'm saying, a wandering eye to someone who is. So that really spoke to me because it's like, it's where's your mind at, right? And how strong is that? And then taking that into the marriage. Thank y'all for joining us on our last episode of season two. At the beginning of the season, we talked about our book club and we got through one book, y'all. We had five books. We got through one book and we spoke to the author, which was amazing. Um, And I appreciate everyone who read that book with us and also got the other books. We are going to still read all four of the other books, probably in the off season. It was just very ambitious, which I do all the time because I I set these goals for me to, you know, think I'm going to have another baby and I'm going to do it all, which I am. It's just going to be a little later in the year. So thank you, everybody. And I would like to say, what podcast, you know, drops a baby in the middle of the season? Actually, it was like towards the end. No, it was like no, the middle of the it season. Was the, I it was, was pregnant like, the whole season. You pregnant the whole season. And then <laughs> it was like, by the way. I'm going to have a baby and we're going to keep it up. And we did not miss a Friday. Not at all, so, yo. I'm proud of us. And... I'm just, I'm excited for the journey that we just went on and for everything coming up. So like I said, stay tuned, stay connected. Our off season is just as popping as the on season. And we have some things coming up for season three. And make sure you're telling, telling everybody you know about the podcast, listening, going back. If you got some conversations uh, that you need to have with people and you're like, oh, man, I heard about this podcast. We're talking about relationships with your friends. We're Mm -hmm. talking about relationships with your family. We're talking about relationships with your loved ones and your lovers. So tune in. Remember to rate us five stars. And also you can promote us with the merchandise, y'all. We have this bomb merch that you see here and also we're going to put it up on the gram but go ahead and go to our website heavenslovepuzzle.com and you can purchase your swag and we appreciate the love and support so you can hit us up on the instagram at first comes love tcm (laughs) you can call the voicemail at 347 tru love that's true love that's 347 878-5683. You can also email us let's talk at first comes love then comes marriage.com. And if anyone wants to join in on the conversation podcast for season three, email me, let me know. We'll work it out. See, See you, you next season. season. Thanks for listening. <laughs>